Live at 5, Sports of Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Uh, Jim and I talking just past 12.30, so the game one hasn't begun yet today, Jim. So let's just talk about the roster decisions that were made by the Twins heading into the 3.38 uh, game time today. Uh, anything surprising on there? No. Um, hmm. Bailey Elwers left off because he pitched on Sunday, so obviously he will be in line to help out if they advance, but he wasn't going to be much service this series. Um, and really, I think I told you a week ago, what I was hearing was that Correa was going to be fine, that uh, Royce Lewis is going to be a DH, and that Buxton really didn't have a chance of making the roster. That's exactly how it played out. Yep. Uh, Correa is going to be starting shortstop at sixth. Uh, but Royce Lewis is going to DH, and they're going to tell him, hey, you know, just be caught careful. Uh, when you're running the bases, and then uh, Buxton is just still a long way away from being a player right now. Yeah, that's for sure. And then in the lineup uh, today, also Ryan Jeffers, the starting catcher ahead of, you know, Christian Vasquez, who was kind of a big free agent signing in the offseason. Yeah, Jeffers t- took that job. Yep. Uh, Jeffers started the year as the backup. He won the job. He's a starting out. All enough that, you know, they're both in the course of the regular season, they're both going to get plenty of bats, plenty of work. But Jeffers is a better hitter, he's a better player. Uh, he was really one of the better hitting catchers in Major League Baseball this year. He was one of the better hitters in baseball second half of this season, so that's an mm-hmm. easy call. No doubt. Uh, was it an easy call with Royce Lewis? Uh, so I was told like a week ago that that they were worried if he played third base and he had to like charge in on a slow roller or a bunt, making that awkward throw to third base could really strain the hamstring. Hmm. So I felt like all along he was going to be a DH. Um, the only question as you know, as of yesterday was, Royce Lewis is usually the most optimistic, positive person you'll ever meet, was saying they still didn't feel great and I haven't done much. So he was kind of just, just being honest that it's not 100%. Mm-hmm. But he's their best player, and if you can DH him, you DH him. No doubt. I mean, he's just torn the cover off the ball, especially in September. I mean, Grand Slam records and the whole deal uh, for him. So, and 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 he's that positive light in the clubhouse, boy. Uh, you know, they really they really seem to respond to him. Yeah, and you know, I, I don't know if it's leadership yet because he's still just getting his feet wet in Major League Baseball, and they have Correa in there as a leader. And but but just he has the biggest personality in there. He's the guy who. You know, and I've compared him to Puckett before. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, Royce Lewis starts a conversation. He brings everybody in. He gets everybody fired up. He he, he just kind of unifies people. Correa is more like a CEO. He, mm-hmm. he says what he talks to people. He talks to people individually. He does have great leadership characteristics, but it's more of a you know, I'm this is what I should do today. Royce is just naturally bubbly. He's just naturally magnetic. Yeah. That's interesting. Hey, uh, so they do keep a second left-hander in the bullpen, too, with Cody Funderburk. Is it uh, just as much that it's only a short series anyway, and it's a little bit of a luxury to have that second lefty? I know. He really pitched well. Mm. I mean, you know, he gave, gave a one-game losing home run. Other, His numbers are really good. He seems mm. to hide the ball well. He throws. He has pretty good stuff. Uh, so pretty easy decision to have uh, a second lefty with good stuff on your staff. Uh, and I assume that they kind of hope they don't have to use Kenta Maeda. Yeah, uh, I, I would say that Joe Ryan, you know, they, they want Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray to go out there and take control of these games. I think if they see bad signs from Joe Ryan, they might pull him early. Mm-hmm. So Maeda could be the guy they bring in if Joe Ryan doesn't look like he has it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, also, uh, Jorge Polanco had been dealing with an ankle. He has those issues that are kind of chronic, uh, but ready to go. Is he f- at full health? You know, probably as close as he ever gets. He always seems to have something going on with his legs. Uh, he said it wasn't a serious thing, that he feels fine. He took batting practice yesterday. Uh, you know, it's one of those situations they said if, if the games had been meaningful this weekend, he probably would have played through it, but they had the luxury of rest- resting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, who are you taking? You think they can get past Toronto here in the opening round? I mean, it, it's such a coin flip. It's like yeah. my 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 heart says it's time for the Twins to win a series, and this is a series you can win. My gut says we are once again talking about the Twins mm-hmm. dealing with major concerns going into a short series. Uh, Correa will play. What's his bat like, though? He hasn't faced major league pitching in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Royce Lewis, their best player. He's not going to play third base. Is his bat going to be rusty? You're without Buxton, your most talented player. Um, and you've had to re- rework your bullpen. I mean, so I'm, I'm really sick of the uh, the losing streak talk, so I'd love to see them win it. I, yep. I just think it's, a, I think it's a toss-up series. I think the Twins, uh, Twins have excellent starting pitching. They're playing at home. Their lineup has been really good the second half. The Blue Jays are really talented. Um, and they have good pitching, and they have, you know, Bichette and Guerrero are, are huge talents. They score lots of runs. So, I mean, I think it's a toss. And Jose Brios will start game two yep. for the Jays. So they face one of their own. He struggled last year, but it's been more Jose Brios-like this year. He had a good year this year. He mm-hmm. did. Um, and, you know, the Twins have had pretty good success against Gaussman. So that might be something to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I don't think that, you know, Burrios had a good year. He's a good pitcher, but there's certainly no fear in the Twins lineup of Jose Burrios. They mm-hmm. will not be intimidated by him at all. Uh, he'll, he's going to have to just pitch well against what has become a pretty good lineup. And were he still on the Twins, he'd probably be the Game 3 starter, wouldn't he? Exactly. And, and that was the, the Twins' calculation at the time. Uh, and they felt like, do we want to pay a guy we view as a middle-of-the-rotation starter like an ace? Mm-hmm. And Because he currently is kind of our ace or do we want to uh, save those assets trade him for for you know other assets and then go out and, and rebuild our pitching staff and it's a hard thing to do and they pulled it off mm, that's right uh twins probably late in the game now as jim and i are talking uh two big football games in the cities the defending world champions in town and undefeated second-ranked michigan precedes that on saturday against the gophers a big football weekend it is, uh, and you know Michigan is really good, and probably not a great matchup for this this Gopher team right now. Um, if they you know, if they could somehow win it, it would kind of completely alter the prospects of the season. I, I the odds are very much against that. Uh, Michigan is good at the things the Gophers are good at, and they're good at the things the Gophers aren't good at. Um, you know, Chiefs. What's interesting here is that the Chiefs are, as they were last year, trying to figure out their passing game. With, with different receivers. And it was ugly early last year, and they figured it out, one-on-one Super Bowl. It's been kind of ugly early this year. Yeah. Um, Mahomes is not particularly well. The receivers are not very good, and they've just kind of found a way to, to get through it. But this is, not a, this is not a great Chiefs team at the moment, but they have a guy who you trust to kind of win games late. And so I, I actually expect a really competitive game. That was uh, they need to not let him run on third down and twenty-two for a first down. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good idea. Um, and that, that's the thing about Mahomes. I mean, and uh, listen, he did not really play well against the Jets, but he can beat you so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can, and unlike a lot of quarterbacks, he can make 
big mistakes and make up for them quickly. Where sometimes, you know, I mean, I mean, Cousins, if Cousins doesn't throw an interception on the goal line, the Vikings probably win that game like 31 to 6 or something. You know, yeah. that, that one play really made that a difficult game. Uh, Mahomes can kind of make that mistake and still beat you 31 to 5. Or yeah, he can, that's for sure. Uh, you know, I watched that game uh, and I watched, uh, you know, Zach Wilson, the young quarterback uh, for the Jets. And, and I guess it's not just his performance that some players have trouble with. He's not the greatest locker room guy either. But. I saw some talent uh, from him. I mean, obviously, he has a big-time arm. He wouldn't have been the second pick in the draft. Uh, You know, I think the Jets, uh, I believe they're just going to ride it out. I don't see some quarterback coming in there to save the day. No, if they were going to bring in a quarterback, they would have already done it. Mm -hmm. And Wilson actually, I think, bought himself a lot of credibility uh, in that game. He he put together some really impressive drives. He threw some great passes. He does have talent. And, you know, last year, one of the problems was he – he was getting dumped on, and he just didn't handle it. Well, and I understand it. You know, we, yep. we expect these guys to be perfect, but he's a young guy getting beat up in New York City, and that, that can be difficult. Uh, I, think he, I think he really has earned the respect of his teammates by handling uh, his demotion well. Uh, he blamed himself for the loss, which, whether you believe it or not, you know, whether he believes it or not, is the right thing to say when you're in that position. Mm-hmm. And he saw his teammates, you know, consoling him on the sideline. I think he gives them their best shot. The, the idea of bringing somebody in midseason is – Really unrealistic, especially when um, you've already paid all those assets for Rodgers. I yeah. mean, it's just it's hard to it's hard to go get a good quarterback in the middle of the season. It just is. Yep, Jim. Thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at five, sports at Todd and Suhan. Brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.